Welcome, everyone, to episode two of your Hawkeye audio commentary podcast by the Polaris Network. I'm your not-so-dead ghost host, Caleb Blakeman. Join with me as co-host today, the man with the, the voice that could lift Thor's hammer, James Gore. James, how you doing, bud? <laughs> and our marvelous Marvel analyst today, our uh, special guest, Stephanie Rosas, Jessica Mars, and uh, Ryan Aubrey. How we doing, everyone? Great, great, great. Doing pretty well. Awesome, awesome. Well, let's dive into it. Let's do a quick recap. Uh, but before we do that, don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Uh, every Wednesday, we're going to drop one of these episodes to coincide with uh, a Hawkeye episode. Right now, it's episode two. So uh, if you want the next episode, go ahead and uh, subscribe to the Players Network, and uh, you'll get uh, every single episode. All right, into the recap. We start off with that face-to-face meeting. Clint and Kate, Hawkeye future, Hawkeye past. How's everybody feel about that? Starstruck. Go ahead. <laughs> I was, going to, I was just going to say, don't you just love when shows, like, pick up where they left off? Right yes. as they right. left off. It was, like, instantaneous. I wish there was no break in between. Waste no time. <laughs> yeah, starstruck. Uh, Kate's definitely starstruck by Clint. I think she's excited. Her hero for so many years, finally face-to-face, and he's a little miffed to see her. Dang it. <laughs> Well, they break. They make a break from the trench coat, the trash. Oh my goodness, the track suit mafia, which I've known a lot of Slavs in my life, and they definitely say bro a lot. Uh, <laughs> they uh, they make their their getaway from them, and they return back to the apartment where we get to see more of Pete's dog. Uh, I'm excited about Pete's dog. He's uh, such a cute addition to the show. Best character. so far far, anyway uh while they're there they get to do a little breakdown a little little interaction the the interaction between the two the chemistry between uh jeremy renner and uh and Haley steinfeld it's great a lot of a lot of great uh chemistry between those two um the humor the timing uh i like it what does everybody else think about that She's moving like that star pupil that just wants to impress the teacher. So she's making sure she don't mess up nothing. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. She definitely wants to make a good impression. Uh, Hawkeye might be a little, uh, little miffed with her, but uh, I think he wants the same thing. I think he might be impressed with her already. He reminds me of, um, you guys ever seen Logan? Oh yeah, the, great, mm-hmm. the greatest superhero movie of all time. X-Men. Good one. Number one of the episode. <laughs> he does remind you of that kind of aged. Uh, um, what do they call him? The the mentor. He's the aged mentor already. Kind of the reluctant mentor. Maybe he doesn't want to uh, teach her yet, but he kind of knows that she's got the got the stuff, the special skills. I would say the only difference is we've seen him be paternal. Obviously, he has, like, three children and a family. So it's kind of, like, a little bit more natural. I, I'm, I like how they're not forcing that. I do, too. He definitely has the fatherly air with his kids, but he almost seems reluctant to be the same father figure to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, it, you know, because he is a dad, he, he definitely has to go through the motions. Uh, once they... Uh, Get back to her house. The the tracksuit mafia tracks him down, and 
starts throwing Molotov cocktails through the window. What an interaction between those. Clint catching the one with his bare hands and throwing it right back. Jeez. That's crazy. How about the guys getting uh, getting caught on fire and That's literally worried about the tracksuit? <laughs> not, you know, not that unflammable. They'll catch right on fire. Oh, my goodness. Uh and then it, it kind of shows her inexperience. She's got the skill. She she shoots the arrow at the at the fire extinguisher, but uh, it goes nowhere. It, yeah, <laughs> definitely no control. So showing her uh, her newbiness, her uh, her inexperience, it, it definitely comes through. But uh, gives them a chance to escape. Um, they end up breaking out and. Uh, make their way to the the aunt's house which of course the easter egg there uh her her aunt ends up being a honorary uh avenger in the comic book so uh, fun little nod to the aunt in florida they're able to hide out at her apartment uh kind of get their supplies get their first aid supplies and uh maybe get a pizza for pizza dog too (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway so clint decides he's gonna he's gonna leave kate there and he's gonna head back he's gonna go find the suit uh when he gets there the fire his his infiltration of that apartment was just uh smooth <laughs> snuck right in put the fireman's coat on put the hat on he he got right in there didn't he he did i, I something told me he was gonna get caught i was so surprised he didn't well, it goes to show you that his spy skills that he picked up in uh, Shield, you know, he still got it. He still got them. So he uh, doesn't find the suit, but he does find that clue, the New York LARPers sticker on the fire engine. I didn't know that the New York City allowed uh, firemen to stick their fire engines with stickers, but that's cool. there. <laughs> 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 so uh, he decides that, you know, he's going to head back and He's got to see this through, uh, ends up returning that fatherly, that fatherly heir that you were talking about. He helps Kate bandage up her head. She didn't do it right. So he takes, uh, takes charge and shows that he's the, the healing father figure and he gives her a hand and bandages it up. What does, what does everybody think about that? It was so much product placement in that scene. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. I was like, oh my gosh, look at all these products that they're showing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Um, no, but fatherly air. It, it was good exposition. Uh, seems reluctant, but you know what? He's gonna, he's going to see this through. Definitely, so much product placement. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so then he's got to head back and get his kids off to the airport. So he gets them packed up and he assures them that they're he's going to be home for Christmas. But they're they're a little hesitant he's not heading back with them he's got to finish a mission make sure kate's good to go uh the banter with the kids and out of nowhere when did the sun become six feet tall right Right. i was like i was trying to figure out who that was i was like oh his voice got deeper too yeah yeah (laughs) almost as deep as yours james (laughs) <laughs> that's, what, that's what caught my attention. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I, I, I heard him speak and I go, James? <laughs> it, it was the blip. Yeah. yeah. No, you know what I really like though? I like how they're like building these like father daughter relationships on the show. 
I mean, not, well, I guess in the old, overall Marvel universe, if you remember from Endgame, um, yeah, Tony Stark's relationship with his daughter. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, Ant Man and the Wasp, mm-hmm. like those, like kind of <laughs> overprotective. Um, I think it's setting up now. I'm not as familiar with Hawkeye's family in the comics, but um, is there anything about like his daughter becoming like a young Avenger or something? That they have skills. Yeah. He never really wanted it for him, did he? He never really no. wanted him to pursue that path. I remember he taught his daughter how to shoot, but like yeah, he didn't want to like, go crazy. Avenger. You know, that'd just be a pastime for him. Sure. Yeah, good skill to know, but not necessarily, you know, better have it and not need it than need it mm-hmm. not have it kind of situation. Right. Yeah, but I don't think they ever were trained for superheroes. I don't remember seeing them, but then again, I kind of you know, I know a little bit about the comics, not a full-on expert, so it would be a good uh, good tidbit to research. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll see it in the future. Uh, after he gets the kids off, Kate heads to her mom's office after uh, putting on one of the m- more interesting costume choices. The I couldn't <laughs> tell if it was pumpkins or leaves or what, but that suit was just interesting. To say <laughs> Uh, finds out that uh, Jack uh, Duquesne is at her office. Well, letting mom know that uh, Armand the Third was dead is probably out the window. Uh, Got to find out what Shady Jack is up to. He seems to be one step ahead of Kate. What does everybody think about that? A little more shade from, from old Jack there. Going back to the first episode, when there was that pause moment, I thought at that moment he knew exactly who was in that suit because it looked baggy on her. And like you can see Ooh. through the eyes, he might have recognized. Did he? So he knows now. He even knows that she knows that he knows. A little bit. Ooh, interesting. Any hot takes on that? I'm just trying to figure out who is the antagonist at this point because in yeah. six episodes, it's kind of weird, right? Like in two, yeah. you should definitely know. Definitely. Well, let's let's finish this recap then. Um, so sorry, your uncle got murdered. I'm so sorry about it. <laughs> we jump over to where Clint uh, is headed to the park. He's gonna he's gonna do a little larping. He uh, wants to talk to the ninja who's currently wearing the Ronin suit. And if everybody remembers the Ronin suit, uh, Clint's our alter ego when he wasn't Hawkeye, kind of yeah. being the wild man that he was, taking out the crime bosses of New York. Uh, thinks maybe this kid's gonna get in trouble. He's got to get that suit from him. So. Besides, he's got to do battle. What did everybody think of the LARP? I have so many thoughts on this. Like, <laughs> I'm going to just run off there. Like, LARP is pretty much like grown-up nerf battles and sword fighting, you know, going to have fun. When they did the slow-mo panoramic, like, them people don't know he does this for real. Like, he actually puts people down, and he just waltzing through, just ching, ching, ching. And for a second, I thought it was about to get real because he wearing the suit down in public. And you know, them tracksuit goons, they'd be everywhere. So I thought it was better to go from playtime to be like, okay, now I got to pull out my real thing and start putting foe down. Oh, that would have been scary, not having a real Ooh. sword and only a nerf sword to protect yourself. Man. Good thing that didn't happen. True. I was, I was bracing myself. Well, that's maybe something to look for in the future. As he interacts with who we find out later is Grills, uh, another character from the comic book that not necessarily the same character type, but uh, a good little nod to the comic there. Good little Easter egg. Uh, 
let's let's grills beat him in single combat just so the superhero can let the uh the fireman become a real hero just in 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 the eyes of his his uh his friends there his peers, <laughs> his teammates what what a great experience for for grills i wonder if grills will come back later in the in the uh future episodes what does everybody think about that oh, i'm yeah. just hoping they don't kill him definitely yeah. definitely I, I see them foreshadowing even if we don't see them the rest of the series marvel really enjoys like bringing back like characters they introduce to us like very slightly definitely after the larp we get uh, a phone call kate gets a phone call from an nypd detective maybe a little standoffish at first but maybe this this cop mm-hmm. is uh, on the right side and he might be able to help her what does everybody think about that cop gonna cause a problem later on that they always cause problems it's just whether it's good or bad i get it they're in the way they're causing more problems than solving okay well after the phone call kate ends up going to dinner with her mom and her i guess soon to be stepfather uh After dinner, a sword fight ensues, and maybe this is the nod that we're all looking for. Is mm. is Jack the swordsman? Oh yeah! Everybody think about that. You know the the knowing uh, Kate's skills against the swordsman's skills. Uh, we thought maybe it was a little one sided. Maybe Kate's got the upper hand, but right at the end, we uh we see that maybe Jack's got some skills of his own. Oh. It was the it was the comments that let me know that he was faking the whole time, and I don't know how the mama ain't noticed it. I guess she had too many cups of wine. Well, does that go back to what we were saying in episode one? Uh, maybe mom and and Jack are both in this together. Maybe Eleanor and Jack kind of are maybe a little shady on the same level. You know, I'm I, I, I like that. I like that theory. It's a good theory. It's a good uh, good take on that. I definitely noticed. Uh, seems James noticed. Jessica, uh, I know you've got to catch up on this, so maybe you keep an eye out and let us know what you think. Yeah, I will. Like whenever we do the next episode, I'll definitely come with my uh, opinions on that. You know, because all I can provide now is hot takes. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, after the uh, the sword fight, uh, Jack offers her the the same. Butterscotch candy from Armand's office. What uh, what what does that in, what does that mean? Did he kill old Armand? Did he know what was going on? Was he there when Kate was there? Oh, no, no. She, she ain't got a poker face. She started sweating on me. <laughs> like she folded. Oh, she folded bad. Oh goodness. You're absolutely right on that. After the butterscotch incident, tracksuit mafia ends up "quote unquote" capturing Clint. Did uh, <laughs> Hawkeye intend for them to capture him? I think so. I think he took a page out of old uh, Black Widow's book. Oh, you, so there. you caught that 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 little like reference? That subtle I nod. So. A good little mm-hmm. Easter egg there. A good little nod to you know, hey, I'm working. I can't be, you know, this guy's in- interrogating, <laughs> giving me everything. I think it's a good tool that those guys use. Right. Uh, Clint, we find out Clint actually does want to speak to the boss, and you see a couple of people uh, in that office, and you're wondering who who really is the head honcho. Uh, 
Kate using that tracking uh, software that her mom's company ends up making might uh, be a useful tool, might also be a tool for the enemy in future episodes. Uh, but anyway, she uses that to track Clint down. When he uh, gives her his number, uh, she uses that to install that uh, tracker on his phone. So she knows where she's at, where he's at, decides that she's going to help him, but that doesn't go as planned, and she falls face first through the glass. <laughs> Showing her skills are still not as developed as uh, they need to be. Uh, again, comedic timing from from Kate, from Haley Steinfeld. Great, great, great work there. Uh, but that kind of means that the tracksuit mafia has both of them captured. And that uh, leads us to who our boss is, I guess. And uh, at the end of the episode, we first get our glimpse at uh, Echo, the uh, Daredevil villain, who, uh, like Daredevil being blind, Echo is a deaf uh, super villain, so using her heightened senses uh, to get after one. Does that mean that uh, Daredevil villains are going to come back? Maybe Kingpin? What does everybody think about that? Well, Echo, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think she's like some adopted kid or Kingpin, so we may see him or I, some iteration. I do like Vincent D'Onofrio's uh, Kingpin. He he played a good yeah, part yeah. in that in that series, uh, the uh, Daredevil series. Uh, but yeah, she she might be the the equivalent to Kate Bishop. Kate being uh, trained and, and practicing really hard, but coming from a life of luxury where uh, Echo being a, an excellent fighter, learning all the skills and stuff too, but coming from a position of weakness, you know, uh, adopted and uh, the underbelly of society. So it'll be cool to see how those two fight it out. And uh, I don't know, maybe learning sign language from... Uh, Clint from Hawkeye, maybe him being deaf will play into Echo being deaf too. I don't know. What are everybody else's predictions for future episodes? What does everybody think of uh, this episode in general? What are some Easter eggs everybody else noticed? Let's let's dive into this. I don't know about an Easter egg, but I'm glad that Marvel is giving more shine to ALS people. Wait, sure. Sure. The, yeah, ASL people, you know, and that look that's getting me to like look into like learning more, so I can talk to my deaf friends and such. Why not? I mean, it's a skill, and you know, not necessarily an important skill, but it, it helps somebody else out, and it' fun to learn that. And I, yeah, right. I've known a couple of ASL people my, myself, and they, uh, you know, it helps to know certain things to be able to communicate with them. Right. Anybody else notice all the Disney Easter eggs? Oh, yeah. All, all... Too many. Too many. <laughs> I get it. I get it. You bought Marvel. You're a gazillion dollar company. <laughs> <laughs> we want our respect. Every frame. Yeah. We want our respect. <laughs> they said, you guys don't want commercials? Fine. But you're going to get plenty of all... Yeah. Every last one of them. <laughs> every last one. Anybody I... else think that uh, this felt like a cop procedural? Anybody getting uh, detective show vibes? More, more street level uh, mystery and 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 cop procedural. Maybe honestly, a- like I don't know if you guys ever seen the show on Netflix. It used to air on Fox. It's a Warner show. It's actually a DC show called Lucifer. Okay. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You've seen it. So you, are you familiar with like how on Lucifer 
when in the earlier seasons when like Detective Decker is around him, he's like kind of like that. But that's his kryptonite. Like she right. weakens him and makes him kind of like mortal, so he could be hurt. Uh-huh. Right. When she's around him, I kind of sense like a similar thing with their dynamic of Clint and um, can't be as full Hawkeye with her around. Exactly. Right. That's why you notice when when she arrived, he was like, oh, like it, his whole energy changed from I'm in control of the situation to like more of that protective paternal kind of like you know those instincts take over naturally. Wow, mm-hmm. interesting take. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, another expositional episode, maybe a little long at 50 minutes, but you know, we discussed uh, this in the last episode. Maybe it's maybe it's for a purpose. Maybe there's a lot of information coming in and setting things up for for future episodes. What is what does everybody think about that? Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, since it's only 6 episodes, I feel like maybe these first two they got to get it off with like a lot of information and maybe the by the time we get to episode 4, you'll start having more like, okay, yeah, like just more develop, like you've already, you've gone through this developmental stage, you know, because if you have a series, it's like 10 episodes or something, right? you have a lot more leeway to just be like, okay, we can give you all the exposition in the first episode, but then have it more just like flow in these other episodes. But whenever you're only dealing with six episodes, like you really got to cram a lot in there, especially if you're in what we've seen with Marvel, if you're setting stuff up for future things to come in the Marvel universe, like uh, I feel like it's necessary. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is only six episodes. So uh, yeah, as you said, a lot of information has got to come in really quickly. So hopefully there's not a lot of, explanation and we do get to see a lot of action uh but we'll see future i, I think so for yeah. sure yeah. like like i don't know if you remember loki like episode yeah. of three of loki was when like it picked up and it like went into that next phase sure. yeah it was because those first two episodes they were great but there was a, sh- a shitload of information in those first two episodes um but then it got more lax uh as sure. it got to three so i think three four uh, i think in episode three Episode four, we're probably gonna get that transition just like in Loki. When, when did it hit in WandaVision? So maybe there's a formula with these these Marvel shows. WandaVision was what nine episodes? I would say yeah. five, around five so is when they like five. remember the first three were like because it was shorter, it was like twenty minutes. Sure. Um the first three were like very confusing and like they were trying to like catch us up to where they were at and then right. they did the whole sitcom thing and it was right. you know, it it was slower. And I think five is when it picked up. So maybe there's a maybe there's a formula to this. Maybe there's you know maybe we're gonna get some exposition, some action, and then we'll go back to method in the madness. Mm. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. There's a reason why these things gross a billion dollars. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) I think I think this is the most street level show though. It. I was just gonna say that. I think this is the most rounded show in the even in the the universe. Right. You know, in the Marvel universe, I I mean I get Punisher vibes a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? mm-hmm. but again that the Marvel Entertainment was different than Marvel Studios. So hopefully at, at, at that time, yeah, they're the they're gonna bring over Punisher. They have to. That's hopes. like my favorite character. Gritty, dark, and I want to see that. And Ooh, then, especially that second season, it was like a similar dynamic too. Definitely, <laughs> I could see them going. You know, who wants a dark Christmas adventure? I do. I'm raising. <laughs> I like how the show doesn't take itself too serious, though. Like it still has, like you said, that comedic timing. 
Um, I didn't know Haley Steinfeld was this funny. She's so Ooh. funny. Yeah. Great dynamic. Great comedic timing. Uh, you know, I've read a couple of uh, hot takes from from others that say this is the weakest element of the Marvel shows. And I, you know, I don't know if we've seen enough yet. I'm interested. <laughs> I want to see more of this. I was actually very to... excited to see that she was the one playing the character. Like, because I, She's I've loved our main her. character. Yeah, I've, I've loved her in so many different things. And I think that it's great getting the opportunity to, to be in something so monumental, you know, like Marvel, like that shit is forever, you that's, know? So it once you become it. part of that, like, you know, you got it basically. Like you got the a job for budget, a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Lower budget of the, of the productions, you know, and not, not as much budget went into this show, but God dang, they stretched it. It looks great. The, the looks content great. is there. Yeah. Pacing, but you know, we'll see. You know, For maybe sure. this is more like a detective show. Maybe this is more like, uh, you know, the dark, gritty stuff that we want to see. Yeah, I think this is the means of, like how we just said, uh, that connection to Daredevil. Yeah. They're probably going to pull, especially with rumors that Daredevil is in Spider-Man, they're pulling more and more elements from that Netflix universe that does exist but doesn't exist, but now it's a multiverse, so it does exist, but then it doesn't yeah. exist. And I think they're going to pull Punisher reboot daredevil a lot of people love daredevil so we'll see yeah. maybe reboot maybe not yeah because then you kind of have like that weird like defenders angle like no one really like that in the iron fist that we yeah. don't care for yeah, it's, right. i think they're just setting up like more especially we see shang chi i think the overall right. universe Luke is Luke. one setup. yeah yeah Luke. for sure i agree with that like because yeah there's a lot of setup going on right now. Like even with the turtles and like the Easter eggs that they gave at the end, like it's like, it makes sense, but it's like, it doesn't really, but I feel like everything that they've been exposing Easter egg wise on like all these shows, all the movies, like it's just going to all come here and you're going to be like, Whoa. (laughs) That's a question. I Oh, go ahead, James. What was that? I said, that gives me like two thoughts for Kate Bishop being the main character. That makes me think soon down the line we're gonna get the young Avengers and they may start pushing that. I hope so. And the second thought is people gonna start respecting Hawkeye more, like how Aquaman with that movie, people started loving him, giving him more respect. You know, he don't he don't just talk to fish. With this, we're gonna see. Hey, absolutely. Put some respect that is on my name. <laughs> I have a question for everybody. So, if you had to rank all of the Disney Plus shows thus far in order that are Marvel, what would they be? Loki's my favorite. Loki number one. Gotta be. Yeah. I I get that. I get that. Um, I think Hawkeye, or yeah, Hawkeye, it's too early to tell definitively. Right. But I'm liking it. I'm liking where it's at. Yeah, I like it too. I I think the acting is good. I think the visuals yeah. are good. Um, I don't think it's too serious, but it's not too lax. Yeah. Like I think there's a great balance between that, and I think that it'll be able to engage audiences better. Um, mm. You know, Loki was kind of like it was kind of more on the serious side. Like there, of course, like you know, they always have the comedic relief, like in all of these things. But I feel just like y'all were saying, like a Punisher. Like I feel like this is more. Um, I feel like this is like a more relatable story and okay. I feel like people are going to be able to adapt to it uh, really well. 
Um, so yeah, like you said, I think it's it's too early to like get right. but it's definitely up there. Like I've I've not enjoyed the worst, the what best. I've seen. Sure. The worst, not the best. Yeah. Well, I got we'll Wandavision as my worst. You think? I see I thought Wandavision was better than uh Winter Soldier or uh not Winter yeah. Soldier. Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yeah. 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 I did, like the action sequences for the good. like four they, of the episodes. I like the stories. Story driven pieces. They're great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I like that question. Let's see how this goes. Maybe it falls in rank. Maybe it goes up. Let's see how this uh this series turns out. Uh the director, uh executive producer Rise Thomas had said there were a lot of influences. There were a lot of things that uh, he brought into this. And Rise, you know, he directed TV special stand-up. He came from Saturday Night Live. So the comedy's got to be part of it. But he yeah. also wanted things to be serious. So he said he took influence from Leon the Professional or, uh, you know, Die Hard. He even said, you know, with Christmas movies like uh, Home Alone or Gremlins. Mm-hmm. I'm getting these vibes absolutely. All those movies were great. I could see this series being a hit. Yeah. We won't know till the last episode. Absolutely. Absolutely. That, we know Marvel can give us five good, solid episodes. So far, they have not definitively proven that that last episode they can give us. Like, yeah. they can end a story or one season story arc effectively. Right. right. And honestly, I, you know why I think so? What? This is my last hot take. let's hear it i think that they can't do it because they've done movies for so long and they're so used to setting up the next thing with the movie with those uh the movie ending then the Mm. post-credit scene the mid-credit scene like i think they're so used to that formula it's now working against them for the tv (laughs) side great hot i completely agree with that is it too much i agree that's a great hot take. I yeah. like. That. Yeah, is it too much? Is there extended, you know, extended scenes? Is there post-credit scenes? Is there setup for the next episode actually going to hurt them? That's a great hot take. Well, that I is. guess we'll have to see. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else got any other information? Any other thoughts? Any other predictions? How are we going to see this episode three turn out? What are we going to see? I don't know, but I'm I'm very much like anticipating whatever goes on. Like I'm actually really really excited to see sure. how how this turns out because I'm kind of like in a a state of just like I really don't know what's gonna happen, and I love right. like I, that's I think that's what I enjoy about is that I don't really know what's gonna happen. I can't really anticipate anything right now, uh-huh. and so I'm excited yeah. about that. Like I love watching stuff where like I can't like figure it out. Like I want to be sh- I want to be shook, you know. And like whenever <laughs> I get to that sixth episode, I'm like, okay, like that made sense. It's gonna make me want to go back and rewatch it so I can get all the Easter yeah. eggs and like okay. bring it all together. So sure. I feel like this is gonna be that kind of show for me, and I'm excited. And they do they do try to push that. You know, the Marvel loves rewatches and and, yeah. and watches. So, <laughs> you know watch all the avengers movies back to back and then dive into hawkeye or something but uh what about you james what do you think is going to come down episode three man this might be pretty obvious but i'm certain echo finna put the hands on somebody and kate gonna learn she, that, that little yeah. black belt at 15 she got some more learning to do she's gonna kick some ass definitely i think so too that's a that's a good good point uh trench coat mafia 
God, I keep saying that. Track suit Somebody has shot caller. That's, that's, that's their new name. Yeah. I messed that up. Somebody's got to shock me or something. <laughs> Wrong New York Mafia. Yeah. Wrong one. Wrong one. <laughs> I think, you know, they're going to play a humorous part. I think uh, with Echo, with the, with the track suit Mafia, things are going to get real interesting for Clint and, uh, and Kate. Um, they're pretty lovable. Words. There's some lovable yeah. goons. Mm. Lovable, intimidating, and lovable at the same time. I love that. Anyway, a lot of learning to do from Kate. A lot of teaching to do from Clint. I think that's great. What about you, Ryan? What do you think's coming down? Episode three. I think we're gonna get a very good inclination at the mom's true motives. I did not like how shady mm. that was in episode one when she uh had that little side meeting with Amon and was like, I honestly don't know. I was like, oh, she is an amazing, like, either she really doesn't know or she really is a good liar because I believed her. I was like, oh, okay. She seemed like the instigator yeah. during the argument but played the victim really well. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Something's going on with mom. She's definitely uh, a manipulator because even whenever homegirl, whenever her daughter was told that she was married, just the way that she dealt, handled that whole situation in the first episode... Just like, is there any way that you can find yourself to be happy for me, manipulator? Like, <laughs> wow, yeah, maybe you know, maybe her and Jack, maybe her and you know, they're gonna team up, or maybe she's manipulating Jack. Who knows? Yeah, and he, I don't know, like, and that's the thing with Jack. I don't know if he's like on the villain side or if he's on the good side. He might be getting manipulated. So I, I might have an even darker hot take. Uh -oh. Let's one more hot. What here? <laughs> <laughs> what if because okay so Armand said some interesting things in that first episode Armand the third um, but there's right. two new Armands to, to go around we just need to say A3 um, <laughs> so Armand the third had said he pointed out that like he didn't like uh, uh, the mother at all to, to Kate and then in this sure. conversation with her he was saying how like her business was not a good business or something like that her empire was fake what mm -hmm. if that scene that very first scene that we saw at the Battle of New York, when Kate was a, a child, and we just randomly did not see the father. What if the and we didn't see the mother? Like she oh, couldn't find yeah. her mom at all. What if her mom Ooh. killed the father in that? Oh movie my god! The that would be perfect. That's perfect yeah, timing. because they were arguing at the beginning, and she did not seem happy with him. So I think. Well, yeah. Wow. Okay. I think that hot take is the hot take we need to end this episode on. It's the hottest take. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking spicy. I tell you. I tell you. Dylan, anyway. Dylan, Dylan. <laughs> what do you think, everybody? Should we end this episode? Have everybody tune in next week for episode three. Is that yes. 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 The Hawkeye audio commentary offers comprehensive coverage of the Marvel Studios limited series Hawkeye. We're going to put a new episode every week, every Wednesday after each new episode airs. So if you fell in love with Iron Man, if you are just starting with Hawkeye, tune into our show. We're going to break it down for you. We're going to discuss our predictions, our, our, insti our instincts, our hot takes, as you can tell, uh, for future episodes. So give us a like, give us a share, give us a subscribe. Tune in next week. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. James, Jessica. Ryan, I think yeah. uh, I think we're good to go. Have a good one. 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 Have a good one.
Have a good one. Have a good one. Have a good one. Have a good one. Have a good one. Have a good one. Have a good one. Have a good one. Have a good one. Have a good one. Have a good one. Have a good one. Have a good one.